Welcome to the Military Wives Top Fives Podcast. This podcast is for the worn out military spouse. Those of us who are sick of PCSing, tired of making new friends, and can see our forever home in our not so distant future. I'm here to encourage you to keep going, to support you as you experience new things, even though you feel like there's nothing new that can be thrown at you, and to remind you how wonderfully unique this lifestyle really is. I do this by giving you five things at a time to look forward to, such as five things to look forward to at your new duty station, or five places to make sure you use your military discount, or even the practical things like the five POAs to make sure you always have on hand. As a 10-year military spouse, I know that bad news travels fast, but I'm going to be louder and faster with all the wonderful things we get to experience during our time as military spouses. Today, we're going to hear from a new Army wife, Taylor Griffith. She's been married for almost two years and has spent most of that time in South Korea. She's going to share her top five for Camp Pumphreys, but I'm going to let her introduce herself. Make sure to check out the show notes so you can follow her along on Instagram and YouTube and keep an eye out because she has a new website coming soon. My name's Taylor Griffith and I've been a MILSO for like two years now, but married for just over one year. And we are at our first duty station together in South Korea at Camp Humphreys. Um, I have recently just started to put together a website and be really focused on my Instagram. And then I also started a a YouTube page to just kind of document my life as a new military spouse. And I have a goal of just connecting with people. I don't sell anything or run any programs or anything like that. My main goal is just to connect with other spouses um, and just provide encouragement and tips um, from the perspective of a newer spouse and from a Christian spouse. So that's a little bit about me. I'm originally from Kansas, moved to Florida. That's where I met my husband when he was in flight school. And then now we're in Korea and we are going to be moving very soon to Fort Riley, Kansas. All right, Taylor, can you share with us your top five for Camp Pumphreys? So the first thing, especially if you love coffee or even tea is um, the cafes in Korea, which is like the coffee shops. They are unlike anything I've ever seen before. They are so serious about their coffee shops slash their cafes. They are themed. There's like a dozen in, in one small area. They are everywhere. You could like just run into one anywhere you go. They are above and beyond. The drinks are, I mean, just like exquisite. They're, they're very artistic and beautiful. And if like anything you think of, there is a cafe that is themed like that. Like there's a Harry Potter cafe, a cafe that's all pink, a cafe that's all purple. There's one that has cats that you can pet in it. One that has like hairless cats, which I would not go to, but like there is anything you can think of. There is a cafe for it. Koreans are very serious about their coffee. That has been so fun to just like try all different kinds of cafes. That's, I I love that about Korea. It's really fun to like explore new coffee shops. Is it like Starbucks where you can run in and grab a cup or is it like an experience where you sit down and drink a cup of coffee with a friend and enjoy? Yeah, it's definitely an experience, but of course they do, they have a lot of Starbucks here and people, I, I guess, I don't know if I was just unaware of this, Maybe they do this in America, but like the people here in Korea are like obsessed with collecting like limited edition Starbucks tumblers and cups too. 
I think that Korea has like limited edition ones that come out or something. People will buy them and then resell them on Facebook for like hundreds of dollars for like a cup like this. Like this is like one that I got in Seoul. They are very serious about their Starbucks here in Korea too. So like just coffee all around is like a culture thing here. I love sitting at a coffee shop and like working on my computer or reading or doing a devo devotional anyways, like whether it's in an American Starbucks or, or here, but like here, it's definitely like a major experience. You could totally grab and go, but if you have the time, it's, it's, I mean, there's like chandeliers, there's, there's photo spots, like Korea is, is so big on. Yeah. The next thing I would say is travel, which could be obvious, but in South Korea, like we due to like the pandemic, haven't been able to go to any other countries. Like we originally thought we would, but like you'd think that we have because of how much around Korea we've been able to see and explore. Yeah. They have um, an island off the um, coast of South Korea called Jeju Island, and it's known as like their Hawaii. So we did that for my birthday weekend. And that was it's I mean, I've never I've never been to Hawaii, but <laughs> if Hawaii is like Jeju, I am all about it. It's beautiful. So we've been able to go places um, just by driving to each um, side of Korea. And we've gone we've gone all over, even with all these restrictions and stuff. We've still been able to see so many different places in Korea and they're all so different. So the amount of travel that you can do even if you just stay in South Korea is amazing. There's like so many different opportunities and I'll say it's pretty um, inexpensive too, since you can just drive like two hours one way or like between like two and three hours to get to any um, side of Korea. There's just so many unique places to travel and so many opportunities, especially if you're stationed here, you'll have those weekends and you'll be making a little bit extra money to be able to do that. And it's so affordable to travel around Korea. If you could go one more place before mm -hmm. you leave, where would you go? Yeah, I would definitely love to go to Jeju again, Jeju Island, because um, especially depending on the time of year, it's it's just so cheap to go there. You can get a, I didn't, we went in a popular time, we went over Labor Day weekend, I think, but some people say like $20 plane ticket to go, like crazy. Wow. Yeah, really inexpensive and it's just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Do you have um, to fly there or can you... You take can, um, you can take like a ferry if you, if you wanted to, if you wanted to drive. So like if you're stationed at Camp Humphreys or the Air Force Base, you, it would probably be like about a three hour drive. And then you could, um, take the ferry if you wanted to do that. But I think oh. it's like a little bit more expensive and time consuming, but the flight is like less than an hour. It's really cheap. So definitely I would like to go to Jeju again. We probably won't, but I, that's a must do if you're in Korea, for sure. The next thing is um, actually kind of funny for me because I'm not, I would not consider myself an outdoorsy person. I like Amen. to say I'm an, I'm an indoorsy person, <laughs> yes. but the um, hiking and like the outdoor stuff in Korea has kind of changed me a little bit because it's just, it's too hard to even pass up. Even if you're not an outdoorsy person, there are easy hikes you can do um, for a beginner. Like, I don't know if I've ever been on like a legit hike ever before Korea. And now we haven't gone on a ton, but the ones that we have 
totally manageable, so worth it, especially in the fall. Fall in Korea is like unlike anything I've ever seen, especially doing hikes in the fall. It's like the perfect weather. The views are amazing. And yeah, the, the hiking has made me a little bit of an outdoorsy person and made me a little bit more adventurous here in Korea. <laughs> Number four is the food. And I would preface this by saying I am not a picky eater at all. I will try almost anything once. So if you're a picky eater, it could be different for you. But the food here is is amazing. I love trying new things. It's relatively inexpensive. It's a new experience. There are a few things. There are two things that you would definitely want to try for sure while you're here. The first is Korean barbecue. And of course they have that in America, but like here it's obviously authentic. And it's kind of like the um, the cafe situation. Anywhere you look, like you could walk into a Korean barbecue restaurant and most of them are like all you can eat. So wow. it's, if you don't know what Korean barbecue is, you get your own little uh, I would describe it as like a little grill right in front of you. And then you get to pick your meats um, and then they'll just bring you like raw meat and you cook it yourself. Like you just put it on there and then you like cut it up with kitchen shears and then you get some like lettuce and like different toppings. I honestly don't even know what they all are. I just, <laughs> I just try them. And then you make like a little, like a wrap and you just like eat it all in one bite. And it's, it's um, a really cool experience and it, it's delicious. Um, and then there's another thing and I, I don't know how to say it. It's like a, a hot, I don't know. It's H-O-E-T-D-O-K or something. It's a pancake. Um, it's, it's Korean street food. And it's like this, this pancake, but it, it has like brown sugar. And like, sometimes it has like pecans on the inside and it's like less than $1 for one whole thing of it. It's, it's so good. It's like a sweet treat. The Korean food is nothing like I've ever had in America. And the last thing again, might be obvious, but just like the culture, the um, opportunity to experience life in Korea. Like I've said this many times, but before we were, um, given the opportunity to even think about coming to Korea, I would never have Korea on my list of places that I would ever want to go in my life. Um, like it wouldn't even make my top 10. It wouldn't, I would not even have thought in my mind. And now I'm like living here and know so much about it. And I, I really love it. Korea is beautiful. There's so much culture to experience and the Koreans are very friendly. They're very um, accepting and kind and helpful and hospitable there. Um, you don't feel like, um, like an intruder at all here. Like they're very like accepting. I would, I would recommend Korea, um, accompanied it's two years. And I mean, you could do anything for a year or two years. And this is definitely something that you would want to experience. My top five things about Korea. Number one is the cafes. Number two is the travel opportunities. Number three is the outdoor hiking. Number four is Korean food. And number five is the culture. Make sure to follow Taylor's Instagram at Taylor Lee Griffith as she finishes her time in Korea, journeys through an overseas PCS, and settles into Fort Riley. The spelling and link will be in the show notes. And make sure to share this episode with friends who are headed to Camp Humphreys so they have five things to look forward to when they get there. Lastly, if you didn't hear your favorite thing on today's episode, then head over to 
Military Wives Top Fives on Instagram and leave a comment on the post for today's show. Who knows? Maybe your suggestion is the one that somebody needs to change their whole outlook on their next duty station. Or maybe somebody needs that encouragement to try something new and changes their whole experience at the duty station they're currently at. We all know that the little things like that make all the difference. So the more information we can share with our fellow military spouses, the better. I'll see you all on Thursday when we talk about the top five best places to use your military discount. (music) 